G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Right around Australia, you're on Vision. It's been a special broadcast today as we get a focus on tomorrow's federal election and one of the features of our pre-election broadcasts, and uh, we've worked as a team over years now, Dave Beard, who's uh, travelled around the countryside with us as we've covered elections in Western Australia and South Australia, in Victoria and in New South Wales, and now it's a federal election. Dave, uh, together in the studio, you've been crunching numbers. Uh, give us some insights here. What are the seats where the coalition uh, can potentially win tomorrow? Well, the first one is uh, Wentworth uh, Neal in Sydney's eastern suburbs, where, where Dave Sharma is expected to get that uh, seat back off uh, Karen Phelps. Herbert, uh, which is a marginal Labor seat in Townsville. Uh, jobs is important there. Philip Thompson is in a good p- uh, position for the coalition. And a YouGov Galaxy poll from yesterday had Herbert at 50-50, but with the LNP marginally ahead. The third seat I wanted to look at was Indi in northeastern Victoria. It includes uh, Wangaratta, Yarrowa, Alexandra, Marysville, Kinglake, Rutherglen, Myrtleford, Beechworth and Yakandanda, all seats that, all, uh, all places that, uh, we broadcast to on vision. And the independent member, Kathy McGowan's retired and liberal candidate, Steve Martin, is favoured to win. Then there's two seats in northern Tasmania, Bass, and you're talking places like Launceston, St. Leonard's, Bridport and Scottsdale and that northeastern part of, uh, Tasmania. Now the mayor of Georgetown, Bridget Archer, is a liberal candidate. Polls have been jumping around, but uh, Bass has uh, only had uh, one-term members for the last 18 years. Bridget uh, Archer is popular, and I think she'll be the new Liberal member for Bass. Braddon covers the northwest and west coast of uh, Tasmania. Labor holds it just by 1.7%. So it includes places like Devonport, Latrobe, Queenstown, Zeehan, Strawn, and in the west, and Ulverston, Burnie and Wynyard in the north, and Beef Farmer and uh, small businessman Gavin Pearce is a Liberal candidate, and a UCOM's Reachtel poll had Gavin Pearce in front 51 to 49. And I just wanted to mention Lindsay in western Sydney, just a 1.1% swing required. Lindsay includes Penrith, Glenmore Park, Emu Plains, St Mary's and Kingswood, and it's in the heart of Vision 16. Uh, 11 a.m. territory. Melissa McIntosh is a Liberal candidate. Mark Moody Bassado is running for the Christian Democratic Party. And this is the seat where Labor member Emma Hussar had to resign because of what was happening in her office. Uh, a news poll on May the 9th, the 11th gave the Liberals a 52 to 48 lead. Uh, Dave, talking about lower house seats, what do you think is likely to happen in the Senate? Uh, the crossbench, uh, independence, any thoughts? Yeah, well, with the the independents, uh, Farrah is a southwestern New South Wales seat uh, held by the Liberals. It includes Albury, Corowa, Daniloquin, Griffith and Hay. Runs to the South Australian border. Now, in the New South Wales state election, the Shooters, Farmers and Fishers uh, won uh, the seat in that area. Now, Daniloquin, councillor and now Albury Mayor independent candidate Kevin Mack, who is to the right, is favoured to win. Uh, Philip Langfield is running for the Christian Democratic Party. 
uh, Cowper. It's on the mid-north coast of New South Wales between Port Macquarie and Coffs Harbour. Includes Kempsey, Maxville and Nambucca Heads. You've probably heard of Rob Oakeshott. Well, I think he's coming back to uh, Canberra. Uh, uh, Ruth Meads is also running for the Christian Democratic Party. And the other seat is Calair, which is uh, just uh, stretches from Lithgow west of Sydney. Includes Bathurst, Orange, Canawindra, Wellington, Aspley, uh, Apsley and uh, Mudgee. And the number one on the ballot paper is the Orange Deputy Mayor Sam Romano running for the Shooters, Fishers and Farmers. And uh, so he's uh, riding the hunt in that uh, seat of Clare. Well, for Labor to win power, they have to pick up seats. Where's Labor looking like winning at this point? Well, Leichhardt, uh, you, you're talking about 80% of the electorate. Uh, it's uh, They live in Cairns, so it includes Cape York and all those Torres Strait Islands. Thursday Island, etc., but it also includes Cooktown, Mossman, Port Douglas, etc. And uh, Liberals are Warren Inch is trying to hang on there. Some pundits are saying 50-50. A poll this week uh, has Labor marginally ahead. Ford, uh, it's in the Logan City Council area, south of uh, Brisbane. Bert Van Manen uh, holds that by half a percent. Uh, a poll this week had it neck and neck on 50-50 with Labor marginally ahead. Uh, Petrie, in the uh, Redcliffe Peninsula, as held by the Liberals, Luke Howth, who is a Christian, Neil. And there's a margin there of 1.6%, includes places like Deception Bay, North Lakes, Brackenridge. And so that uh, that is looking like uh, Labor could take that seat. Bonner, held by the Liberals, Ross Faster, includes Wynnum. You know, these uh, Bayside suburbs east of uh, Brisbane, Mansfield, Upper Mount Gravatt, Wishart and Rochdale as well. And uh, that's leaning towards Labor. Gilmore on the New South Wales south coast includes Batemans Bay, south to Maruya and Turos Head and north to Kiama and Kangaroo Valley. The Liberals and St Malice, she's retired, uh, however, is supporting the Nationals' Katrina Hodgkinson. She's uh, polling about 17%. Warren Mundine, chairman of the government's Indigenous Advisory Council, is Scott Morrison's candidate. He's polling around 26%. Uh, but Labor's uh, Fiona Phillips, she's a contender again and uh, is favoured on a 52 to 48 uh uh, according to the polls uh, published this week, Sarah Colopalli is running for the Christian Democratic Party. Robertson is another seat in New South Wales that Labor is expected to win. Fiona Stuckin is running for the Christian Democratic Party. And then to Victoria, you've got Latrobe in those uh, far out eastern suburbs of Melbourne. Norman Baker is running for the Rise Up Australia. A YouGov Galaxy poll this week had it 50-50, but Labor just marginally ahead. So... Very close seat. Chisholm was a seat where Julia Banks was a Liberal member, but uh, she's resigned and is uh, running an independent in Flinders. So Labor is expected to win that seat. Angela Doreen is running for Rise Up Australia and Philip Jenkins for the DLP. Karangamite, uh, which is that uh, southern Victorian seat on that uh, Great Ocean Road, uh, many of those towns there like Barwon Heads, Torquay, Anglesey and Lawn. A news poll last week had Labor leading 51-49. And I just wanted to mention two uh, seats in Western Australia that uh, Labor is looking good in, and that's Hasluck in the uh, places like the suburbs that go along the Great Eastern Highway like Gidgee, Gannop, Wooraloo, Chidlow, Wollaston. Uh, Liberal and Indigenous MP Ken White is uh, under pressure. Uh, Brady Williams is running for the Australian Christians. A YouGov Galaxy poll released this morning, Neil, had it 50-50 with uh, Labor marginally ahead. And I want to talk about the seat of Swan, south of Perth. It's a marginal seat held by 3.6%. Includes places like Perth, Como, Manning, Cannington, Belmont and High Wycombe. 
And uh, uh, Hannah Beasley's running for uh, the Labor Party. Steve Klomp is running for the Australian Christians. Steve Irons, the Liberal member, is trying to hang on. And this morning, a poll was released, a YouGov Galaxy poll, had it 50-50 with Labor marginally ahead. Well, I know that listeners uh, who are aware that there's a big listenership right around Australia uh, listening to Vision, uh, a lot of these towns that you're mentioning uh, are are listening to Vision right now. Uh, Any other close seats that we ought to be looking at? Well, I just wanted to mention Boothby in Adelaide. Uh, It covers the southern suburbs of Adelaide. the, the recent poll has Liberals Nicole Flint doing well, uh, 53 to 47. Carol Wong is running for the Rise Up Australia party, so that's uh, looking good. In New South Wales, Reid, Fiona Martin's uh, looking good there for the Liberals. Keith Piper is running for the Christian Democratic Party. And then there's a number of uh, seats in Queensland which are all very close. Uh, Capricornia, Richard Temple's running for the DLP. And a lot of these seats... The LNP is marginally ahead. Flynn, which uh, includes towns like uh, Gladstone, Rockhampton, Emerald, Biloela, Taroom, Monto, Mundubra, Proston and Wandai, all places we broadcast to. Jobs is very important in central Queensland, and that's the same for Dawson, uh, where uh, George Christian... Christensen, who's a Christian, is running, and Anne-Marie Ware is uh, running for the DLP, and George Christensen is marginally in front. Uh, that that, that uh, seat of Dawson includes places like Mackay, Proserpine, Bowen and Townsville. Uh, Dixon, where Peter Dutton is the candidate. Now, a poll uh, released uh, last night had him 51-49 ahead. It's in the northern uh, suburbs of uh, uh, Brisbane in that area. A Longman around Narangbar, Kalanga, Burp and Gary, Beachmere and Bribey Island, this is really close. The Libs are just behind. This is a seat between Brisbane and the Sunshine Coast. So that's an important one. If you're voting in any, any of these seats, your vote really counts. And uh, also Deakin, uh, the Liberals are leading there, 51 to 49 in the eastern suburbs of Melbourne. Joel Vanderhorst is running for the DLP. And Dave, it takes a fair bit of science, a little bit of intuition, a lot of research to be able to make any sort of predictions. Uh, Let me ask you, do you have a prediction for the outcome tomorrow? Well, I'm saying that the Liberal National Coalition will lose 13 and gain 6, finishing on 65. The crossbench will stay around the same on 8. And Labor uh, losing 4, gaining 11, getting 78. So winning by about 13. However... I just want to say, Neil, there is a, about a dozen seats, and most of them I mentioned then, which are very close and could conceivably go either way. And so it just uh, demonstrates your vote's very important. And look, there is a chance that Scott Morrison may win this election. You're talking about a likely Labor victory, and but there are a lot of seats in play that could go either way, and uh, perhaps it'll take a miracle for those who are uh, conservative voters uh, to get a Morrison government across the line. Uh, Dave, appreciate your insights. Good stuff. Uh, thanks for being part of the broadcast from the beginning today and giving us those 60-second updates as we went through, crunching the numbers as we often talk about. Appreciate your input. It's really, really valuable. And I look forward to hearing uh, and listening to 2020 with you on Monday morning. We'll have a little bit of a debrief on Monday morning, certainly on 2020. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. 
Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.